Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Mervyn Hanley it is the 23rd of March. Good night to you and yours, wherever you are at this time. Thank you for logging in, logging on, tuning into the Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley. It's a pleasure to have you here. Yesterday, we had some events taking place across the islands, especially on the island of, of Nevis, where the land saga continued there. Uh, it ended in a, uh, many people across, not just the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis um, throughout the Caribbean, internationally. I've gotten so many messages and calls yesterday regarding that video that Dr. Kelvin Daly of Nevis uh, posted on social media. It was, it was something, yeah? Heart-wrenching. Um, folks said they were crying all over the place. It's, uh, and um, yeah, so we'll see where that goes. I, I know that Dr. Daly is not an actor, well, that's not a part of his profession. So I know folks are thinking there are those who are saying that um, Daly is the one who did this. Daly is pretending to cry. Well, if Daly is pretending to cry, he got me well fooled. Because for a man to cry so publicly, to reduce rather a man to, to, to cry so publicly like that, especially in the, the end of that video. Of that broadcast it was i i watched it once and i couldn't even watch it again so i hope that we can get some resolve to this sooner rather than later um the tone of the leadership is very important at a time like this i have not heard anything from the deputy premier the honorable alexis jeffers who is actually the minister of lands and agriculture we're hearing so much about the premier of nevis mark brantley I see that the Premier is taking a lot of blows on social media and in the corners, in the highways and the byways regarding this incident, this unfortunate incident that took place. And while he, at the end of the day, while the buck stops with him, we cannot ignore that Alexis Jeffers is the minister responsible for lands and housing. Well, for lands and agriculture, rather. So he's quiet. He has not said anything. He's actually been very dismissive of this incident from day one, dismissive of Dr. Daly. And that's the attitude of Alexis Jeffers. If you know him, then you know the breed that you're dealing with. So I am not surprised, but I am hoping that common sense and good sense will prevail. At the end of the day, um, while Daly may be, Dr. Daly may be on the opposite side of the aisle, he is in division first and he must be treated with respect the same way. Our leaders, we can disagree with them, but they also must be treated with respect. Yesterday was not a, a proud day, per se, for Nevis and Nevisions. But this morning, I, as always, scrolled through social media, and I saw that Dr. Janice Daniel Hodge, who is the leader of the Nevis Reformation Party, she said in a post this morning, and it's, it stuck with me today, she said, this is the day the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Yesterday we wept, but joy cometh in the morning. Have a wonderful day.
and let us remember to be kind to one another. And how appropriate, how inspiring, how moving from what we went through yesterday as a people. We'll be right back with some news and discussion. So let's hear from the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis and Anchor Podcast. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Customer Support Portal, where we have made it easier for you to contact us. It starts with your question, email, a message, phone call, or a search on our website. Our CSP provides prompt and efficient solutions to your problems. We pride ourselves on treating our clients responsibly and ensuring your information is kept safe. Log on to www.sknd.net and send us a ticket or email us at customersupport at sknd.com. You may also call us directly at 869-465-2288 extension 1322 or 954-353-1003. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice powerful beyond measure. He will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will hear his voice through your tragedy. Television online and overseas. Tune in to Mervyn Hanley. And we're back with some news and I will speak to you today on this, the information, some news that we have. Let's first take a look at what's happening news on St. Kitts and Nevis, shall we? St. Kitts in particular. Okay, so Minister of Tourism, the Honorable Lindsay Grant, welcomed Mr. Philippe Martinez and the MSR Media to the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis to commence production of the international comedy film One Year Off. A media briefing was hosted by the MSR Media at Christoph Haber Marina on Sunday, March 21st, where government officials, including the Prime Minister, Dr. the Honorable Timothy Harris, the Honorable Lindsey Grant, the Honorable Mark Brentley, the Honorable Wendy Phipps, the Honorable Vincent Byron Jr., is this the entire cabinet? The Honorable Akila Byron Nisbet, members of the National COVID-19 Task Force, permanent secretaries, management and staff of St. Kitts Tourism Authority, and other invited guests, including the president of the St. Kitts and Nevis Chamber of Commerce, Mrs. Giselle Matthews, were introduced to the cast and crew of the production team, led by the producer. Wow, the entire St. Kitts clan was there. Uh, the film will be the first, <clears throat> excuse me, of a two-movie production deal between UK and the UK production and sales firm MSR Media and the Nevis Island Administration. Minister Grant said, let me see what's, what's here. You will be stirred by our history. In his address, Minister Grant said, you'll be stirred by our history, which once saw this land the epicenter of the sugar trade in the Americas. And you'll be inspired by our natural beauty and excited by the potential these attributes represent as you discover what we are today and what we can tomorrow. I'm reading this for a purpose because I have something to say after. Minister Grant went on to say that the, today you will see a modern infrastructure behind our Caribbean of 50 years ago. Okay, so that was Minister Grant. And I'm very happy for these, um, this production team. I'm very, very happy. I'm very happy for the Federation, especially Nevis. I'm very, very happy for what we're seeing. Um, we may not have a tourism um, boom right now, but at least we have even... It, it is something. It is not where we would like to be, but it is something in the meantime, 
right? Um, and it is something a film. Once we have a number of films uh, producing and the production is on Nevis, then we can say, oh, wow, this is something good for the island. And I know for a while that the premiere, he's always been itching to get to this, where we have movies been filmed on Nevis or whatever the case may be. So I am sure that he's very happy um, with what is taking place. Now, for Nevis and for other Caribbean islands, I, I, I appreciate that we roll out the red carpet for uh, MSR Media and stuff. But I would also like to for us to give royal treatment and roll out the carpet for our own locals as well. I would want to see, and this is not again just for St. Kitts and Nevis, because I know that the federal government under Prime Minister Timothy Harris, his mandate has always been people-centered. And not for the rich, the poor people, the middle class. He has always been that leader and his government. But I want to see more of it. And from other Caribbean islands, we always do this. And many islands and leaders, they are guilty of this. They roll out the red carpet for the foreigners. Or if I may be blunt, can I say white people? But your own local people, you will tell them the government cannot afford that because there is no money. Or if you do decide to give, you send a letter congratulating them on what they're doing and you send $1,000 to them or $500 and say, this is what we can only afford. We can find a lot of money for different investments. We can give grants for millions of dollars for people overseas, foreigners, but our own people, the support is lacking in some areas. So I want to see the same energy. And this is not again for St. Kitts and Nevis alone, you know, all you Caribbean islands to treat your Caribbean brothers and sisters better. The same level of enthusiasm, the same level on concessions, the royal treatment. I want it also to be extended to filmmakers and producers, the Trucapos of St. Kitts and Nevis, the Corey Tysons of St. Kitts and Nevis. I'm going to even include my name of St. Kitts and Nevis. The, um, the, 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 what's his name in, in, in Dominica? Um, Rashad William, not Williams. Um, oh, I forgot your, your last name, Rashad. They're in Dominica, who's trying so hard in the production industry, the film industry. I want to see the same efforts be given to the young people of the respective islands. And you must also remember that charity begins at home and that investment in strong and viable and sustained investment in whether it's local filmmakers or whatever the industry, because it's not just the film industry, you know. Whatever the industry, we need to look out more for our own because it bodes well for us as well. And because you have to also remember, if the externals stop coming to our shores, we still have our own. So isn't that a good thing? So let us support our own more going forward. Let us invest in our own more going forward. Yeah? What do we have next? We have some news from Center Stations. Let me just, I'm, I'm trying to pull it up. Okay, so some Caribbean countries are already uh, seeking to turn the curve on COVID-19. And with the introduction of vaccines, one island is making life a lot easier for its citizens. For its citizens, and that is um, Center Stations. We call it Stacia. They will implement a no quarantine period for its citizens that have been fully vaccinated against the COVID virus. 
um, or COVID-19. This certainly eases the burden for travel for these individuals, even as a negative PCR test is still needed. So it's not that you just take your vaccine and you head on down. Well, the returning nationals, that is, or citizens, it's not that you do that. You must also take a PCR test, but only in the case of um, where the resident traveled to a high risk uh, destination, then you may be required to, to, to quarantine. Now, the government, after careful consideration and deliberations, decided to make this move at this time. Now, although there are other me measures, such as the non-medical approaches to fighting the virus, which include social distancing and, and uh, mask wearing, many have seen this as a positive step in the move to a post-COVID um, era. Stacia is one of those countries considered to be low risk, just like uh, Angola, wink, wink. St. Kitts Nevis, wink, wink. What am I trying to say to you? <laughs> and many are asking when will their respective uh, low-risk country will follow suit. And if not, why? Because if you, uh, if you already have your, um, your vaccines, whether it's two or whether it's Johnson & Johnson, which is one, why? Why um, citizens are asking why they should still be, and they're taking that PCR test, Citizens are asking, so why should we come here, come to your, the country, wherever it is, to, uh, to quarantine for 14 days? Or can it be reduced? We have, we're doing everything. So can you just open up a bit? Can it be reduced to, to, to seven days or even four? Like the BVI has, I think, four days. If you don't want to give up the quarantine, or are we going to still have the task force, um, being the mighty and powerful as they are, right? So citizens across the region, whether in high, medium or low risk countries, are asking for the relaxation of the quarantine measures, especially since the introduction of effective vaccines. Um, the CDC has also recommended a drop in the quarantine requirements in some areas as the vaccines continue to positively impact against the virus. So a sense of normalcy, Stacia is taking this step. So a sense of normalcy may be okay on the, on the horizon, but how willing are regional governments to take such a chance of relaxing quarantine requirements before being close to herd immunity? Now, I, this is just me. I, I, I do believe in the, 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 the herd immunity and, um, in terms of getting to herd immunity. Yeah, I believe after herd immunity, then we will see some things happening in the other countries. As far as just coming to the country and even though you're vaccinated, follow the trend like Stacia. Um, knowing who, knowing some of these governments in the Caribbean as I know them and some of the, the players in the respective countries, I'm sorry to disappoint some of you. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen for some countries. And they're not going to do it until they reach herd immunity. What if they don't reach herd, if they do not arrive at herd immunity? Then that's another discussion. That's another topic. So Stacia's policy, this will take effect April 1st. Is it the 1st? I think. Yes, this will take effect in April. Let me see. Is it April 1st? I don't want to say April 1st because that's all Fool's Day, right? So, <laughs> but this will take effect in April. Hey, tell you what, uh, let's take a break and uh, we'll be right back. We'll hear from Carl and Sons on St. Martin and Affluent Homes on Nevis. And what we're going to listen to next when we come back, um, you know, race relations, but you know what? Yeah, let, let's do the break and then, uh, I can talk about that. And then his excellency Farrakhan will do the rest. We'll be right back. 
I'm very hungry. Whoa, was that your stomach? You need to get on down to Carl and Son's Unique Bakery, your number one spot for sandwiches, pastries, cakes, and more for breakfast and lunch. Are you in a rush? Call in your order at 543-1059 for town and 544-2462 for Cold Bay. Follow their Facebook page to see their daily lunch specials. Carl and Son's, the right choice since 1982. It's been a while that you're thinking or dreaming of your new home. Let Affluent Homes turn that dream into reality. Leave it to us to deliver. A team of architects and designers have created award-winning designs. We will work with you to develop the distinctive look you envision. For real estate development, property sales and management, you must think of Affluent Homes Limited. Check out our website www.affluenthomesnevis.com or email us merchant at merchantlc.com or call us today at 1-869-665-2121 Affluent Homes Limited Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Marvin Honey Now lately, we have seen much talk again about race relations I don't know why many thought that after Barack Obama became president of the United States of America For some reason, many out there thought, okay, we're getting somewhere But I believe um, that made even Barack Obama's presidency, and this is just my personal opinion, made it even worse for blacks, made it even worse for to even have a, a, a comfortable conversation and direct conversation regarding race. And to an extent, I somewhat um, disappointed when it comes to this race relations in America and, you know, worldwide. And America being the, the, the most powerful and the, the leader of this free world. I um, was disappointed that Barack Obama, he did not, uh, he, he did not face this. He did not um, deal with this or dealt with this rather head on. A matter of fact, I think he was running away from it. He did not want to, to be seen as, quote unquote, in my mind, the black president and pushing the black agenda, the African-American agenda. He wasn't doing that. And so I don't, I, we are not better off. We are not better off. And so 400 years in, in since on since slavery and the minds of millions of people are captive in the, um, what should I say, harrowing dungeons of racism. And today, even as we cringe at the, the thoughts of physical captivity and mental displacement, the reality of experiencing racism in today's Society, today's world is an occurrence where we live in our islands, an occurrence that we dread. And the perception of many doesn't meet reality, and many of us are exposed to the nastiness of racism. And they bring it to the islands. And in a way, you have to hold our leaders responsible. Because they come to the islands, especially if they're working in the tourism sector, whether it's GMs, resort managers, food and beverage, whoever they are, whatever their position, and they go to these islands. And they treat our people like filth. They talk to our people 
as if we are just dogs from 400 years ago, as if we are on the plantation. Slaves, that's how they treat us. They still have that mentality. I think about it and I get, I get really pissed at this. I do get pissed at this because it's so... Oh. So many are left with the, the feeling having encountered racist thoughts and actions, you know? And then I came across this from Louis Farrakhan. I think he was on the Phil back in the day. I think it is the early 80s, the 80s, the 90s with um, talk show hosts back then, Phil Donahue. And I just wanted you, I want you to listen to this. And hopefully we can take away some stuff like this from, from this because it's heavy and it's deep. And just to set the stage, um, it's, in a, it's in a television audience where the, the audience members, they were asking questions. They were challenging, challenging uh, Dr. Farrakhan. So you'll hear for yourself. And then I will come back at the end. And I hope this brings some good substance. And, you know, I would like to hear your feelings after you're done listening. You can send me in a WhatsApp of course, for news and information. And if you'd like to be added to our WhatsApp broadcast, this gives me the perfect opportunity to say this. You can send me a WhatsApp message at 1-869-667-7443. Yeah? Okay, so let's get to this with Dr. Farrakhan, and I'll be back in just about seven, eight minutes. Um, I would just like to say that I am terrified that even you, someone who's obviously educated, has given up hope completely like when when you call upon us you say white folk you say black people jewish people why can't we come together we obviously can come together we just have to we just have to find a way to do it the desire is good but the reality is the total opposite of your desire and unfortunately as a young lady you are not in the position of power to make the decisions to make America work. May I, you know, as, as an audience of intelligent people, I would like to just take a moment to say to you that I really don't think you fully understand what has happened to these people that you look at as second class or inferior citizens in this nation. Black people who were brought to this country were stripped of their names, language, culture, religion, God, and taken totally away from the history of themselves. Here are 30 million people who don't wear their own names. They wear your names. Who don't speak their own language. They speak English, which is not their language. They never, never were allowed their own cultural expression of Africa. Don't you realize that when you turn a people upside down and inside out, then sell them, not for a day, not for a year, but for 300 years and deny us the human right to know, to read a book, to learn, to understand, and then after 100, uh, 300 years of that, you allow us into the church, but by that time, you've painted Jesus white, God white, the angels white, and then all these black people have been subjected to a form of 
white supremacy, which produces in the reverse a black inferiority. And this is fulfilling what Jesus said, as a man thinketh, so is he. And as long as our people think the way they think, we will never be able to do what we as a people should do to correct our condition. Over here, please. Excuse me. I was brought up in, quote, Bedford Stuyvesant in my time. But I would like to say what scares us is I think we hear violence. Yes. The young lady said she's afraid of violence. And isn't it sad that we who have been the victims of so much violence, now whites fear violence from us. We do not have a history of killing white people. White people have a history of killing us. See, and what, and what you fear, may I say this, sir? What you fear, and it's a deep guilt thing, that white folks suffer, you are afraid that if we ever come to power, we will do to you and your fathers what you and your people have done to us. And I think you are judging us by the state of your own mind, and that is not necessarily the mind of black people. Okay, I've, I've been listening in this corner right here, and I've heard a whole lot of negative things from the white people here. When you are trying to explain yourself, the white people don't want to hear you explain yourself. They drown you out. They start already trying to drown you out and talk over you. There's a certain amount of white arrogance here, and they don't want to listen to what black people are saying. They don't understand because they don't want to understand. I've heard a woman here say, go back to Africa. Somebody said, we have a black uh, holiday. What does that mean? So yeah. what? What does that mean? He did not say that. He said, if we have a choice. What some of us can go and some of us yeah. can stay. Just remember, but there's no understanding just in here. People to, are just trying to, to those, talk. To those arrogant persons. You know, when you tell us, go back, please remember where you came from. And when you, when you want to relegate somebody to a specific place, just remember what your origin is in this world. Please, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But I want you to understand that you, wherever you are on the earth, you are not a native anywhere. You came there and took it from the native people who are there. So please don't talk about going back, because if others talk to you about that, where would you go? I agree with you. Someone said we don't agree with you. I agree with you that we live in a racist society. But just as I'm racist, some of you are being racist in the fact that you're calling me a white folk. I realize that things that I have, things, hey, things that I have, <laughs> things that I have, I realize I, most of them I may have gotten because I'm white and I am privileged because I'm white. But I, I feel, I do feel guilty. There are feelings of guilt from being white and I realize that, but you're building walls. We build walls this high. You, we're separated right now. The white people are on this side and the black people are on that side. No, I mean, I feel that you are prejudiced towards white people. Yeah, it becomes, it becomes apparent more and more as we listen to each other and try to talk to each other that we don't perceive reality the same. And as we're talking about either reconciling differences or separating, it becomes clear that if two people are looking at the same thing, and perceiving it so differently, then the two people 
are operating under a different stimulus. And so when the young lady says, I am prejudiced, to be prejudiced means to judge before the fact. After 400 years of living and experiencing, we're not prejudiced. We are looking at the reality of what we have suffered and continue to suffer. Are you there? Don't we need to begin with education, begin with rewriting the textbooks in America to tell the truth about blacks and whites in America in context? Yes, yes. Please, please, for one second. That's what I wanted to, Minister Farrakhan, um, the education system. Our children right now are being miseducated. What can we do so that we can inform our children, educate our children. And it's sad because white folks don't know anything about black history. And it's pathetic that white folks have to wait till February to find out that we were slaves. I would like us to speak to what are we going to do to improve the education of this whole society which have cheated them from, the edu from our true heritage. May I, may I respond? I said in the first segment it was a crime of omission as well as a crime of commission. And that crime has affected both white and black. White folk have been made to believe that the history of civilization begins in Egypt and that Egypt was a white civilization. And that many whites have been made to believe that black folk were just in the jungles of Africa running around with no clothes on and never contributed anything to the advancement of civilization while at the same time there are masons and shriners some of your parents are shriners and masons and they put on the fez of the muslim people and what they are studying is the true history of the black people of this earth i think if the proper education were given to black and white we could come away with a healthy respect one for the other. I want to clear this, that I don't think black people disrespect the tremendous accomplishments that white folk have made. But if white folk do not know what black people have contributed to the advancement of civilization, it leads to a disrespect of a whole segment of the population. And this is why today I will say that black children, as much as we need education, we don't want to go to these schools because the food that we are being fed is not proper. But any one of us can go into the schools where there's no discipline, where there's madness in the corridors and we can speak to our youth and get their attention in a matter of moments because we are teaching them that which their souls yearn for that is a proper knowledge of self and if they won't give it to us we have the responsibility to give it to ourselves wow some heavy heavy stuff there right so this is what <laughs> i'm talking about that was in the 80s and where are we now where we are 2021 going into 22 and we're still dealing with the same issues we're still dealing with the same struggles not only in america not only in the united kingdom but we're dealing with the same struggles in the caribbean because some of these people we call them expats we call them expats they come to your island and they treat you like do join me tomorrow um Tomorrow night, I do commentary. So it will be commentary, not news or discussions. 
it will be commentary tomorrow. And I have a topic that tomorrow that I'm going to speak on that is going to touch a nerve. I understand, but that's your nerve. It's touching, not mine. So we'll be back tomorrow at the same time. Remember to download the app, subscribe so you can get the notifications. I am Mervyn Hanley, and I'm saying good night to all of you. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice powerful beyond measure. He will keep us from under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will hear his voice to your tragedy. Television and life.